have a very special testimony lined up for you. <clears throat> so, this sister started coming out to our church on New Year's Eve of this year. And ever since she came out, uh, from day one, God has just been rocking her and causing her to cry a lot. It's a good sign, because it's a sign that God has really been touching her heart. And uh, she's actually been uh, staying with Aaron and myself at our apartment, because uh, uh, she has some family situations, financial situations that, that were not favorable. So we just kind of opened up our home and took her in for now. But um, yeah, God's just been doing some amazing work. And so she's been sharing with us in the car uh, on the way over to church and things like that, and uh the more I kept hearing about her testimony, the more I realized the whole church needs to hear this. So I told her to write it because she's an excellent communicator. And uh, so she has written it up. And so she'll be sharing with you at this time. All right, let's put our hands together. Welcome up, Judy Kim. here today. Um, my name is Judy. Hi. <laughs> um, I just want to start off with a verse. So Psalms 147.3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So um, God is so good. <laughs> Amen. And he has truly kept his promises in those words specifically. Um, I just want to start off a little bit with my background. But I come from a very broken family, so I have my parents, I have an older brother and a younger sister, and um, my dad has been living in Korea for most of my life because of work, and it really took a toll on my family, um, because at a young age, my brother always tried to be the father, you know, like, you have a curfew, you go to sleep by 11 o'clock, and it's like, I'm in middle school, you know, <laughs> and so um, he tried to take that role, and like my mom, you know, she suffered from a lot of depression, and like suicide, and um, my parents got divorced when I was uh, a junior in high school, and so as a middle child, I always want to fix everything, right, so it's like, oh, like, dude, they're fighting, like, I need to do something, so like, I need to call, like, somebody, and like, or tell my dad this, or tell my mom this, and like, I always try to fix everything, I try to always make money, I always try to, like, um, just put everything upon myself, and so I try to make, um, yeah, and so every time my family would fight, I would be the mediator, so like, once... All I see is my brother and my sister fighting. The next thing I see, like, my brother's choking my sister up against the wall. And I'm like, what are you doing, you know? And so it was, it was just, like, those kind of things. I always felt like I, I was a mediator. And um, the same with my sister. She would fight. Me and her would fight all the time. Like, me, like you see me and Marcus argue. You should see me and my sister argue. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um. <laughs> and so I remember one time she just got like super drunk and she was pissed and she was just mad at me and she was just yelling and like, oh, I couldn't, I, like I looked in her eyes and I didn't know who she was. It was, it was crazy. And so like in that way, she always, there was always like f family problems. She always 
would like speak to me like, oh, you're such a selfish sister. You're so bad. You're so selfish. What's wrong with you? You know, you're so selfish. And like, I would believe these lies my entire life. But anyway, there was just a lot of brokenness in my family. So when I went away for college in New York, um, I'm from California. So I would go to New York and I'm like, ooh, it's New York City. And like go out and like, you know, try to party and like, get, you know, fake, um, fake IDs and go to the bars and go clubbing. And, you know, I thought about this and I think my idea of NYU and Pastor Christian's idea of NYU are completely different. Because he was doing ministry, like, K-Triple-C, like, leading guitar and praise. And I'm just like, woo, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> when I was there, I met a really, I made a really, like, a best friend. Her name was Miriam. And so we did everything together. And, like, um, we would just, you know, watch movies. We would go out. We would cry together. We also smoked a lot of weed together. And so in that way, we talked about a lot of, um, like, soul things and, like, reincarnation and all these crazy things. And uh, um, I think my identity, like, because my family was so broken, I would choose to look for um, family in these things or, like, find security in these, stability in these things. And so I would look towards... um, I would look at her family, and she was actually, she has two moms, two lesbian moms, and like, I, and one of her moms was like so loving, so caring, always took care of me. When I was there, she would, you know, feed me. If something was going wrong, she would always just look after me, and in that way, we built this like, you know, very special mother-daughter feeling, and she was very, um, she was like my mentor for a while, actually, and she spoke into my life. But I hadn't, and she was into like, you know, new age spiritual things. So it's very like, God is the universe and God is this and, you know, love is everywhere and da, 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 da. And like all these crazy things that I thought were still aligned with God because I still went to church a little bit. And so, um, yeah. And so basically she became my mentor and I saw her family as a figure of what family should be like. So it was very, you know, they came from a state, it was kind of weird it was kind of crazy because like you know her miriam was from another sperm donor and her brother's from a different sperm donor and like she has two moms but the way they loved on each other and the way they were it was to me so beautiful and so i would look at that as my figure you know and so last september when i was told to leave nyu and the country because of school, school debt and visa issues my like entire life shattered i didn't know what to do i didn't know where to go i didn't know who to turn to my parents couldn't do anything about the situation and um so i came to korea like super broken super upset super like i was so angry at god like how could you do this to me you know i was going to school i like this is my life and i was I thought like God wasn't listening to me and the stuff that Miriam's mom already spoke into my life, like, um, these books, self-help books, like the secret, um, the power of now, like all these books that made you the, the person you're responsible for your own life. Like if you thought about it, then you attract it. And then that's what it's in your life. And so these things I would believe. And, um, I was even telling people like this, these books saved my life and everything. And I was like going crazy about it. And I, I, but I still felt broken, you know, and empty, but, um, I was so led astray. And the only reason or the, the first reason that ever even like slapped me into shape was Joanne Chun right in the back (laughs) because she was going out to new Philly and she was telling me, 
Like, I would go to her and tell her all my problems and like, you know, but it's all my fault because it's my consciousness and my unconsciousness working. And, you know, and I would put it like all these crazy things and I put it to me and I would blame myself. And she'd be like, Judy, don't you know that's the enemy? And I'm like, who's the enemy? Like freaking out. Like, what is that? What is going on right now? You know? And, um, but that there, then there was a huge shift in my mindset, a huge shift of like what I thought about what was going on. And so for the next couple months, I was kind of like really confused and um, trying to seek the Lord, but I didn't really know how. But she, Joanne, again, invited me to Friday Fire on New Year's Eve. And um, that, like, that literally rocked me. That I was, so everyone split up into groups. And people who were in my group were, let's see, Caleb, Judy Choi, Rachel Boyle, Brady, and Diane. <laughs> The Lord, the Lord is good, right? And so I had no idea who these people were. I just, you know, summed up my life at that moment. I was really upset. And then they start praying over me. And Caleb just says, Judy, God is holding your hand. And he's saying, this is your inheritance. Korea is your inheritance. And you might not have a formal education now, but this is your education. And, like, I just started weeping and bawling and crying and snot everywhere. And I was like, oh, and I don't know these people. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm crying. And, like, Judy Choi comes and gives me tissue, like, thank you. (laughs) And so it was really, it was so crazy. I didn't know who these people were. I don't, they're strangers to me, but they're speaking into my life. And then later, Diane, like, at the end, she's like, Judy, do you like to sing? And I was like, yeah. How'd you know? You know, I was so confused. Like, what? Because earlier during worship, I heard Joanne singing. And I was like, dang, she's so good. I hear everyone, they're like, ooh, like, you know, <laughs> harmonizing and everything. It was so good. And so I, and I'm around NYU friends who are like, you know, in musical theater. So they're really like amazing on Broadway and like, they're amazing. So I was like, oh man, I suck at singing. But in my heart, I love singing. And Diane was just saying, God loves it when you sing. And God loves it when you praise him. So keep singing. And, like, I just knew right then, like, God was speaking to me clearly because I was only in my head, you know? Um, and so I started coming to New Philly. I was hooked. And every sermon, I would just cry. I, like, <laughs> Pastor Christian would just say, you are a lost sheep. I'd be like, <laughs> And he, he would say, don't go out naked. <laughs> And he was just saying, God is so good. And I'm like, yeah, how did you do? You know, and I would just cry. I'd be bawling because there was so much revelation in what he said. And everything that was he was saying just made sense, you know. Um, <laughs> and then um, Encounter happened. And Encounter rocked me like crazy. And I was, oh, man, there's all this anguish in my soul that I was holding up. Like, I let go, and I was just crying and crying. And um, that actually really established um, Pastor Christian, Pastor Aaron as my spiritual parents, but also established that I would move in with them because of a lot of financial things that were going on and, you know, um, family problems. And before the week before, they both offered, like, you know, if you need a place to stay, um, you can crash at our place, you know? And I was like, really? And, like, about to cry because it was so good. And um, and so, I, but literally, like, since then, God has been restoring my idea of family. And 
even moving in with PC and PE has been so awesome. But at first, I was so scared. Like, I would be in the same room as them, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, there's so much tension. Oh, my gosh, it's my fault. Oh, my gosh, why aren't they fighting, you know? Because... <laughs> No, but it's because I'm not used to having a mom and a dad in the same room who are not fighting or not in, not happy or who, who, like, my parents don't like being in the same room together, you know? And there's always tension. I felt like I had to break the tension. I'm always trying to break the tension. And so it was really, it was actually really hard for me in the beginning, but it's really awesome now. And God's really restoring that idea. And even coming to Korea restored my relationship with me and my dad because my father and I haven't been living together for like over six years. And I almost, I only saw him like maybe twice a year. And like when I first came, I didn't know how to be a daughter. Like, oh, am I allowed to cry in front of him? Like, is he going to buy me lunch or do I have to buy my own lunch? Like it was really tough for me because I had no idea. I was on my own looking out for myself, working for myself. And so, yeah, and I would have all these questions, but God is working and God is totally restoring that idea of a family. And my dad, and I'm slowly understanding what agape means, you know, like unconditional love, that my dad wants to buy me new shoes if they're not good, you know? My dad wants to take me out to lunch. My dad wants to buy things for me. Like, I don't have to ask, I don't have to beg. I'm not a beggar, you know? And so, yeah, I'm not a burden either. I think that was really hard. I'm not a burden, you know? But anyway, um, God is continually restoring this vision of my family. And to be honest, I never wanted to get married. I didn't even want to have a boyfriend. I was like, I have too many things going on in my life. I can't burden another person. I don't, I, I didn't want to have a family because I'm going to ruin my family if I have a family, you know? Like, I put that blame on the parents. I don't want to have that blame. And so, it's very, um, yeah, I, God's moving because this is a year of intimacy and my, like, God has just brought my family out of nowhere into the same country. My brother was supposed to go to school. He graduated school, but God brought him to the kunde, and now he's in the kunde. <laughs> and, and my mom work, applied for a working visa and didn't get it, so she's here too. And my dad's been living here, and I came because of school, and like God works in mysterious ways, but I believe that God is really restoring my family. <laughs> and... <laughs> God is really transforming me as I stay here in Korea. And he's just sifting my heart and my play, like my eyes and my gaze to him. And um, just even the Amaze Retreat, even two weeks ago, like literally rocked me and jacked me up. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like no other. I remember Pastor Aaron was like holding my neck basically and into, like screaming into me like, God saved you. God rescued you from darkness. You're on the road to destruction and um, death. Like God saved you. And I was like, oh my gosh, and like crying. And um, there was just affirmation after affirmation, and just it was just really awesome. And um, even you know, I had really powerful words spoken over me too. She was saying like, you know, God's gonna put you in a hospital. You're gonna work with people on their deathbeds, people in the ER, people who are like about to kill themselves, people who struggle with suicide. And like that really hit home for me because my sister tried to kill herself twice. My mom's tried to commit suicide. My dad's talked about it. My brother's talked about it. I lost two friends because of it. I lost so many people because of suicide. And so I'm like to hear that and be that light for these people has just 
completely changed my view as well, you know? And, um, yeah, it's just, and suicide is not just the individual, it's the family. It's because of their family they're like this. It's because of their family and the lack of love or lack of family that they are like this. And so I truly believe the theme for me this year is family. And um, it's just restoring families. And, oh, one thing I wanted to add was that <laughs> Pastor Aaron and I have very, pretty similar backgrounds because um, I used to steal a lot of things. I used to jack a lot of things. Like, when I was younger, I could not afford things. I would just take it, lunch or earrings. Why not both? And just take one. <laughs> but actually, this week, it's, yeah, I've, yeah, okay. But um, <laughs> this week, I felt like the Lord was telling me, Judy, get rid of all your stuff you ever stole. And I'm like, Lord, that's like half my wardrobe. <laughs> I can't do that. But through <laughs> through the help of, you know, my spiritual mama and papa, they really helped me, you know. I felt like I just got rid of all these things, all my shirts and cute skirts and earrings and stuff. And Pastor Aaron was, like, looking at my makeup. Oh, yapada. Oh, yapada, you know. And so it wasn't a bad thing. It was a very freeing thing. Very liberating thing. And I feel like there's just a lot of fresh starts going on in so many aspects of my life. And um, I wish I could share about this even more. Um, but I guess you guys have to just hang out with me. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah, I just want to thank Jesus for all this. Because all the glory and power and honor goes to God. Amen?